Welcome to the Next Level Life podcast with Christine Corcoran. This podcast is made for the powerhouse businesswomen who are ready to ignite their fullest potential. This is where we will dive deep into the mindset breakthroughs and sprinkle in some kick up the butt motivation so you can scale your business with confidence and clarity. Whether you're craving more income, impact or inspiration, this podcast will be your ultimate resource for all things next level. Listen in as we have authentic conversations with game-changing female entrepreneurs as we reveal the secrets of what it takes to rise and thrive. So go ahead, ignite your inner fire, and let's get you taking massive aligned action. Are you ready to elevate? Let's go. Welcome back to the podcast. I have quite a few things to share with you today, and I want to dive into the topic today about the five money principles that I follow to scale for more profit. I feel like I really want to have this conversation because sometimes people don't think about the way that they scale with their money and also for profit, but also a couple of key principles that I just follow religiously within my business that I find are really beneficial. So the two things I wanna share with you before we jump in is I have an upcoming accelerator happening online. So this is a three-day consistent income accelerator. So if you are struggling with inconsistent income, if you feel like you're just sick of the income roller coaster, if you wanna scale and you wanna be more profitable with your money, then this is definitely for you. Uh, This is very much for service-based business owners who are wanting to grow and scale their businesses, that they are done with not paying themselves a wage. They're done with uh, trying to figure out where the hell they're going to make their money and have a really consistent plan to scale. I want to be able to set you up for success this year because I know 2024, I think is going to be a massive year for a lot of people's businesses if they know what they're doing in their business. And when it comes to growing, often one of the biggest things we get stuck in is how. We don't know the how. And secondly, the mindset piece. So there's going to be elements of money mindset work that are going to be diving in with you because when it comes to scaling, sometimes we can sabotage our growth based on money blocks and based on money thresholds. So I want to explore that for you as well. So it's going to be three powerhouse sessions across three days from March 11th, 12th and 13th. It is completely complimentary and I'd love for you to come and join me. You can register via the link in the show notes. And if you've ever been a part of anything that I've done online before, you know I love to deliver value. This is not going to be a three-day long sales pitch. This is going to be doing the work. This is going to be uncovering some core things that are holding you back and giving you the how, right? Looking at your business, you'll be able to ask lots of questions and get the support that you need. I really want to give back in this space and I'm not going to run another one like this for at least another five months. So definitely jump in if you would love to learn from me and be able to support you in leveling up. And the second thing I want to share with you is in the month of March, I will be opening the doors to both of my masterminds. So both of my mastermind, these rounds are coming to a close and we're opening the doors for the next round starting at the end of March for both masterminds. So this is for Elevate Mastermind or Next Level Mastermind. Elevate Mastermind is a four month journey and Next Level Mastermind is a six month journey and they're for different stages of business. So if you're in early stage of business and you're still trying to hit 10K months, then the Elevate Mastermind is best for you. If you have already hit 10K months or if you've already hit six figures in your business and you're ready to grow and scale and you want to do that with one-to-many services or if you want to scale your way, the way that I do it is really uncover what's the best way for you to scale because it's really got to resonate with you. It's got to make sure it supports your long-term lifestyle and your goals and also want to make sure it matches your customer as well, right? A lot of times people go really wrong with determining how to scale based on just what's out there in the market. And they just go, oh, well, they're doing a group program. I'll do a group program. They're doing a membership. I'll just do a membership. But without actually considering the customer and the solution that you offer and the problem that you solve, right? Because once you actually understand your customer in depth, you can create something really magical, really amazing that actually sets you apart from everybody else and also solves the problem in an epic way, which then makes your clients be raving fans and want to talk about it. 
So if you are ready to scale, then Next Level Mastermind is definitely ready for you. Uh, Otherwise, you can join the waitlist for the Elevate Mastermind if you're still in the stages of growth to hit 10K months. That's all about setting up your sales systems, getting really confident with your sales, managing your money and changing your money mindset. Also working on the foundations of your business to ensure that offers are irresistible and that you are super confident in selling. So if either of these resonate with you, you can add your name to the waitlist, which is the best place for you to be because one, you get access to the spots available. There won't be too many spots available. The reason for that is that there is one-on-one coaching included in these containers. So I cannot take on too many people. Secondly, I have a high retention rate. So the people that have already part of this current masterminds, they're already joining the next round. So if you'd love to come and join us and be part of such a supportive community, then definitely jump, jump onto the show notes and add your name to the wait list. And then you'll also get extra incredible bonuses like Elevate bonuses are over $1,200 and the Next Level Mastermind bonuses are over $1,600. So definitely check them out. Add your name to the wait list. There's no obligation to join, but just it's a, basically saying, putting your little hand up to say, hey, I'm interested to know more. So you pop your name on the wait list and they'll send you all the details. And that way you can decide whether it's the right fit for you. All right. Amazing. Let's dive into today's podcast topic. Today's all about the five money principles I follow to scale my business for more profit. Okay. The first one is always investing in me. So obviously you can invest in your business, but I feel like the biggest growth that I've ever had is when I've ever invested in me, when I've invested in being in containers that support me in leveling up, when I've invested in other coaches, when I've invested in programs that support me in leveling up my identity and starting to see myself as a next level business owner. So when I've done that, that's where I felt like I've seen the biggest growth. And it's something that I do prioritize in my business. And I set aside money regularly on a literally on a regular basis. A percentage of my income goes to personal development, right? Goes to development in my business mindset, right through to everything that I need for my business as well. So investing in yourself and in your growth is really massive. And so one of the other things in the way that I look at investment is also investing in what you want in, in the next level of growth and recognizing where you're holding yourself back for fear that there won't be enough or there won't be more. So I see this happen with a lot of business owners where they prevent themselves from growing because they're not investing in team. They're trying to still do it all themselves. They're not investing in ads. They're not investing in lead generation. They're not investing in any other way to scale, basically to get in front of more eyes. So not investing in their visibility. So I really think about this and go, okay, so what am I, where am I spending my time investment, right? And where am I investing in myself and where am I investing in my growth? Okay. Number two is making sure that when I price my services and my offers, I consider profit, right? A lot of the time people don't do this. They go and create offers based on what's out there in the market. They go and look at what everybody else is doing and kind of go, oh, well, this person's the most expensive. This person's the cheapest. I'll just put myself in the middle and just hope that'll make people come to me. When really that's not the best way to price. You want to make sure that you're pricing that one, it's profitable for your business, right? And ideally you want to be, especially in a service-based business, you want to ideally above, be above 60%, right? If, you're, if it's less than 60% profitability, then that's where we probably need to work on working on your pricing. So we want to make sure that we're cutting costs for your overheads, or maybe we want to increase in, in regards to make it much more profitable and make your offer irresistible so you can charge that, right? So really being considerate when you're pricing your, your offers and not just pricing willy-nilly, and making sure that you're really considering of how you want to price it for the future. So I was having a conversation with this with one of my mastermind ladies on Friday and was talking about how she was pricing a new offer. And I was talking to her about how she considers this. And she was basically saying like, you know, well, what would you pay? And I'm like, well, that's the worst question you can ask. You know, you've got one, you've got to determine who your ideal client is. And two, you've got to go ask them, but you need to determine what your price is first, what you feel comfortable charging and make sure it is profitable Otherwise, it's not, it's useless. You can go and ask people pricing questions 
and they're just going to randomly throw numbers at you. Like it's not going to be legitimate market research because they're not actually being asked to put money on the line. And so one, you want to price it profitably. Secondly, you want to determine where it is in your offer suite. So if you're and in the funnel of your customer journey, right? Because it depends. It could be a lower cost offer with the idea that it's about lead generation and then you're going to lead them into a bigger size offer, a higher offer, which means that their lifetime value of their of that customer is going to be higher. So I always consider the lifetime value of the customer and where I eventually I want to, I want to lead them. And then I consider what's a no brainer, right? So I come back to that place as well. I go, okay, so where this offer is sitting in this client of mine, she hadn't, she was an offer that was basically sitting in the middle of her funnel. So it wasn't up the top where it was cold with, with no awareness. It was sitting in the middle and it's, it wasn't low cost, but it also wasn't a high cost. So it was sitting in the middle and she also had another higher cost service further down that they, once they did the middle cost offer, they're more, most likely to see the heaps of value in, in working with her and want to do more work with her. And so then they might sign on for the higher size offer. So when considering the middle price, you have to consider the lifetime value of the customer. Otherwise, you could end up either overcharging and then you're not getting in the types of leads that you really want to get in that might eventually then spend more money with you. Or you could be considering it from a place of, oh, I have to make money from this offer. But it's not always the case. Sometimes it's actually a marketing expense, right? So sometimes it's actually worthwhile creating offers where it's not about profitability. It's actually more about how you generate leads and it's a marketing activity to be able to then sell them into something else. So it just really depends on where it sits within your funnel. So those are the kind of things that I would consider, like really make sure that you're pricing based on profitability set. And then you want to bolster your offers or you want to create something that is epic, right? The clients really want that delivers on the service, delivers on the value that you want to offer. And that way it becomes a no brainer, right? So rather than going, oh, I want a price to be affordable. I want a price to be approachable. I actually come back to, you want a price based on the value, right? It's got to be valuable because if it's valuable, people will spend the money. But if you're, ba- your price, you're basing your price based on trying to be affordable or approachable, then often what can happen is that people are, you're basically asking them to determine whether they should work with you or someone else based on price. And that's the last decision what you want your customers to be making. You want them to be making it based on value. Okay. All right. Number three is setting financial goals. And I know this seems super basic, but do you know how many people don't do this? Right. Honestly, it still blows my mind that they don't set financial goals that are measurable. So they often just like kind of just throw a number out there and then never come back to look at it again. Whereas setting financial goals and coming back and checking in with them on a regular basis is really key for my business. So this is where we want to respect money, right? So I set a date with money every single week. Actually, it's fortnightly now because I don't really need to do it every single week. Um, but fortnightly, and I sit down with my money, I reconcile my zero. I basically go through everything of where my expenses are going. I look at where money is coming in and I looking at my investments and looking at everything. So I'm being across my cash flow. I'm moving money around into the different buckets because I follow profit first and look at where I can be conscious with my money. And then I also look at my financial goal for the month and go, okay, how far away am I from that goal? What's my plan to get me to that goal? So I'm really being strategic with that. And it's not just hoping, wishing and praying. It's actually putting some intention behind it and making sure that you're setting goals. There is such a beautiful power in setting a financial goal that's basically saying to the universe, this is what I would like to receive. And sometimes I know this is in the past, I'm much more diligent with it now, but in the past I used to set financial goals and then sometimes not even check in for three weeks and then realize I'd gotten very close and was like, oh, I can make that happen. Or I would actually achieve it without realizing it. And then be like, oh my goodness, I need to put the, 
I need to put the goal up, right? So now I actually work with a financial bracket. So it's not a set goal because sometimes if we create a set goal of like, I only need to make $20,000 in this month, sometimes it's like, well, if there's resistance to you achieving that, then sometimes what's happening is the vibration you're putting out into the universe is resistance and that attracts only lack. Whereas if I put a bracket of like, I'd love to do between 18,000 and 22,000, it feels like a more easier bracket. The 18 feels a little bit more doable sometimes. And then I'm like, oh, 22 would be great, right? So I, I very much do that now where I'm creating brackets rather than specific financial goals. Okay, the next one is, Actually, one more thing I do with with regards to my date with money is I actually look at where my expenses are going. But if I have any outstanding invoices, because what's really important is that you need to make sure that you're respecting money and any untied loose ends can cause money to feel disrespected. And so I literally think about treating it like like a person. And if I'm ignoring that invoice that I really need to pay, or if I haven't been across my money and I haven't paid those invoices on time, that that's actually like a little leak like an abundance leak that's happening. So I always make sure that I pay things on time and make sure that I'm just cleaning up anything within my money so that I'm open to more abundance, but also I'm respecting money in that sense. Okay, number four. Number four is managing my money mindset. You know I'm going to talk about this. It's honestly so key. And when it comes to your belief systems, it is everything, right? Because that's, that's the vibration you're putting out into the world and your money mindset can determine whether you make the money or you don't make the money or whether you sabotage it. So it's paying attention, having a much, much awareness. So if I'm getting, if I'm looking at my goals and I'm realizing I'm not, I'm really far away or I'm, you know, whatever it might be, I take the time to acknowledge my thoughts around money throughout the, throughout the week. I make sure that I'm following any money habits that I love to do. It could be some beautiful, abundant habits with the way that I spend money, the way that I receive money, showing as much gratitude as possible. And I really unpack any belief systems or thoughts that pop up, right? So anytime that I'm maybe caught up in comparison or I feel like I'm further away from my goal than I'd like to be. And then if I have any doubt or fear around it, I really address it to be like, okay, so hang on a minute. What's not in alignment with my goal? Because when it comes back to it, if your frequency is off because of your money mindset, then that could be actually sabotaging your expansion and what you're receiving. So I always come back to where's my energy? Where's my alignment? And is my money mindset affecting that? Because if it is, then I want to address it. So I'm not wasting any any more days getting stuck in scarcity or lack or not believing that my goals are possible. So the more that you can work on that, honestly, it's a, it's a practice. It's not something that ever stops. It's a consistent practice that I do. So sometimes I'll notice it when I'm doing my date with money and I'm like, oh, where's that a resistance coming from? Or other times I'll just notice it when I... I'm chatting to other people or chatting to clients and then something I notice when my mind pops up or if I'm spending money or if I'm receiving money or sometimes it's just really just paying attention to what are the thoughts that I'm having and then I unpack them. I write them down, I question them, I poke holes in them and then I choose what I want to believe instead. And then I start to rewire my brain for abundance. So I go back to some of my money mantras, I go back to my scripting, I go back to my hypnosis that I've created that I give to my beautiful Elevate ladies. And it is one of those things that just helps me pull myself back into alignment. Other times it's meditation or breath work where I need to just shift any emotion around it. And then I get myself back into beautiful alignment and then I'm good to go. All right. It's one of those key things. It's my number four principle. It's honestly one of those things I go to. So I go back to whenever I'm in scarcity, I go back to shifting my energy and working on my money mindset and vibration. 
I go back to my date with money to respect my goals and to respect my money and what I'm doing with it. And then I look at my pricing because if my, sometimes your money mindset is tied into your pricing. So if you're not believing that people will pay it, if you're not believing that there's people out there that are ready and willing to invest in you, then that's where you could be sabotaging yourself as well. Okay. Now the last money principle, actually, I want to do two more. So I have like two more that I want to speak to. One, I follow the profit first process. So if you've never read Profit First, it's a book by Mike Michalowicz. It's an incredible book and it's about actually managing your money from a place of abundance and it's setting profit aside first. So you need to make sure that you're paying yourself a wage because if you're not paying yourself a wage, it can feel like the the value exchange is off between your clients and yourself. If you're not visually seeing the money moving to a personal bank account where you are seeing yourself being paid, then sometimes you're going to feel you start to become resentful for all the work that you're doing. Because if you don't feel like there's an energy exchange coming back for you, then sometimes you you can resent that. And so I follow profit first. You don't have to. It's up to you. Chat with your accountant and work out what's going to work best for you and then work on how you can pay yourself a wage. Because every single client of mine, I talk about this and every single client I mine, by the time they finish working with me, they're already paying themselves a wage. They have to be because if you're not, and that's where it's so off right? It's so off and it feels like really hard to continue on in your business if you're not paying yourself a wage. Obviously, it's got to work within your profitability. And this is why I love to follow profit first, because you are factoring in your your wage within your expenses of your business and treating yourself as if you're an employee. So you are actually getting paid. And then secondly, you're setting profit aside for those beautiful extra bonuses down the track. All right. The last one I want to share with you is balancing the masculine and feminine energies in your business. Now, I don't necessarily have time to break down every action that comes under the masculine and feminine side of your business or when it comes to profit or money. But I really think about this when I'm scaling and growing because you want to make sure that you are doing the actions that obviously create the results. You've created structure around your business to support your energy, to support abundance and to support profitability, right? So I really think about that. And it's one of those things that I come back to when I'm out of alignment. I recognize that sometimes I get stuck in my masculine because it's something that's really well ingrained in me in my in a long-term journey of working. I was brought up in a household that it was expected that you did work really hard and it was shown like, you know, you can only earn money when you work really hard. And so sometimes I dip into that masculine where you'll go, 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 push, 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 giving, 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 right? It's very external. It's the output in your energy and your actions, right? So So obviously for us to make more profit, we need to be able to sell. And sales is actually a really masculine action. And I'm not saying male, like I'm actually saying we both have masculine and feminine in in our energies, in our bodies. And it's important that we balance and respect both. So the masculine is obviously prioritizing consistent habits for consistent income, habits for sales and habits for structuring your business so it supports the growth of your business. So often what can happen if we, we sometimes get falling, we fall into the feminine when we're not doing those types of actions within our business, which then obviously affects the growth of the business or other times that we're too hard in the masculine and we've actually ignored the feminine. So sometimes I do this, I get caught in the masculine and I'm go, go, go. I'm working so hard and I'm pushing through. Like it feels like I'm pushing through and I'm like, okay, just got to get to the next thing and the next thing, right? That's not the energy that I want to take into any part of my business. It does not serve. And every time that I've prioritized the feminine and allowed myself to be in my creative energy, allowing myself to trust my intuition, making sure that I'm resting and preserving my energy, making sure that I've set up really great structure in my business so that I can do that. And anytime that I feel like I've, you know, kind of fallen back into the masculine, one of the things that I always do is go, okay, what have I not outsourced that I need to outsource because I'm obviously trying to do too much. 
Two, where am I not believing that if I don't keep working, if I allow myself to rest, that the money's not going to come in? And that's where I really have to dip back into my feminine and take care of myself. So this is where I do like regular massages for myself. I make sure that I really preserve my energy, especially as a coach, it's something that's really important to me so I can serve my clients at the highest good. And so I need to practice regular meditation. I need to practice breath work. I need to make sure that I'm getting out into nature and taking some downtime and making sure that there's that beautiful balance happening within my business. Because there's definitely going to be times where I'm go, like if when I'm in a launch, it's going to be obviously high energy. But to do that, I have to prioritize the feminine. And so there has to be a balance. And so this is where I find it works the best so that I'm not burning out. I don't ever get sick. I actually just recently got sick for a few days after flying back from LA. I must have caught something on the plane. But other than that, I do not get sick. And I honestly believe it's because I really do balance the masculine and feminine and take care of myself. And so even when I'm in launch, like I really need to prioritize working out and to prioritize getting out of the house and making sure I'm getting in some beautiful walks. And so I feel like I wanted to add this one in because it was, I feel like it's really important when it comes to scaling. And especially when it comes to your money as well, like having those principles where you've got that structure, you're taking care of your money, you're managing it really well, you're focusing on sales and growth focused activities in the masculine, you're doing the output of the actions in the masculine, but then you're also making sure that you're prioritizing your energy and you're having downtime, you're following your intuition, you're really tuning into what feels right. You're following your gut. You're really allowing yourself to tune back into the bigger vision for your business and stay on track. And you do that through resting and rejuvenation and creativity. So that's the feminine, right? So when we balance those bo- both of those, that's where we can have harmony in our business, not just with like money flowing in, but even just your energy levels and attracting the right clients. Like it's honestly really key. And I feel like when I super prioritize this, That's where everything in business just flows. Like it just flows so easily and effortlessly. And so, and to get to that stage, I needed to create that. So it took a little bit of work to get that. And it took a bit of like hiring team and getting some support and also working through any of the mindset blocks that I had around it because I had some real blocks around only making money when I was putting the effort in and putting the work in. And so I was finding myself working 24 seven. And then what I did is actually was like, okay, I need to prioritize the feminine. So I was taking time out. I was taking time for breaks and I was working on my vibration and working on my energy and working on like meditation and all of that. And actually when I did that and prioritized that, the actions that I was taking in the masculine worked even better, right? They generated the results that I wanted and even money flowed in other times where I wasn't working. So I developed this proof that it was actually possible to make incredible money even when you're not working. And so I want you, I want you to have that too, because as you're scaling, honestly, you have to believe that it's possible. A lot of the time people get to six figures and they're like, oh my God, it was so hard to get to six figures. And if I want to double this, I'm going to have to do double the work but it's actually not the case. You have to work smarter, not harder. You have to be really strategic in the way that you work in your business and you have to prioritize balancing the masculine and feminine and believe that it's possible to make money when you're not working, honestly. (laughs) So they're my key money principles that I follow for more profit within my business. I hope that they've resonated with you. Make sure that if you do have any questions about it, send me, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram. More than happy to have a chat with you about it because I know that was a lot in one episode. Otherwise, come and join me for the Consistent Income Accelerator. It's going to be jam-packed and it's going to be such a fun few days. So make sure that you jump on there and you'll get extra support on some of these things that I shared with you today. Otherwise, I hope you have an incredible week and I'll see you all really soon. 
Thank you for listening. And if you found any value out of this episode, make sure you hit the follow button so you get access to the episodes as soon as they are live. And make sure you come hang out with me on Instagram. You can find me at Christine Corcoran underscore coach. Have an incredible week.